everybody. Ray Bram here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book beyond royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Bram starts now. All right, everybody. Ray Bram here. It, welcome to Book Profit Secrets. It's showtime. I'm super excited to be here, and I'm in uh, audio-only mode this episode because... If you can't tell my my voice, there's this peculiar thing that occurs to, I think, just men, but I don't know. Sometimes you're tired, you wake up, you're a little, get a little froggy in your throat. It also sounds deeper, which gives you the radio voice. So I said, you know what? The heck with it. We're going to do audio only pajama time because I got stuff to say and I wanted to start this first episode out with what I call putting your book in its place. And it doesn't mean exactly what you might think it means, but we're going to get to that in a second. But I'll just tell you a couple things that I've found. And really, it's taken me five, six years to kind of figure this out. But, you know, kind of the the two rules you really need to almost always follow, and they're a little bit different. One is figure out, start with the end in mind, figure out what you're trying to do. And then two, get to the second try as soon as possible. And that's more just you know, get done is better than perfect, getting something out there. So hopefully if you're listening to this, that applies to your book. And if you've already got the book out and you're worried about something, it's like, hey, that's your first try. My first book, I I don't even want to look at it. But here's the thing. Then the point of today's story, lesson, whatever it is, this is my epiphany on this. And it's the whole cataclyst, if you will, uh, is that a word? To my book, Profit School Summit, and my book, Profit Secrets Podcast, which you're now listening to. And that is this. You've probably been sold a bill of goods, and we're going to fix that right now. We're going to fix it with the podcast. We're going to bring ideas around, and it's not your fault. I want you to know that. And what's that bill of goods? The bill of goods is this, that your book will make you independently wealthy. It'll give you passive income. Once you publish it, it's all downhill from there and you don't got to do anything else. That's what a lot of these gurus are peddling. That's not true. I'm lifting the covers up. I'm going to tell you that's a myth and you probably felt bad about it. Here's the worst part. They get you to take their course or to use the program and with the idea that, hey, all you got to do is get the book out there and do what we say, market it, and you're going to be independently wealthy. Just not true. That's how what happened to me. And I want you to know if that happened to you, and maybe it has, maybe you're one of the half a percent that makes a ton of money on their books. And I've got friends that do, and I've got a lot of other people tell me they do, and I know they don't because I can, I can tell by their rankings on Amazon and so forth, they're not making a lot of money, but they pretend they are. And I, you know, there, there's no need to pretend the book is not a profit center for your career, your business. It plays a lot of different roles, a lot of very important roles. It's one of the first things you should do, but it is not, I repeat, not an income producer in your business. So here's the story for me. I wrote, I sat for 20 years thinking, I'm going to write a book. I want to write a book. I want, I, I, you know, I want to build authority. I want to build a business. And by the time I finally got around to it, it was only because I committed money to it. And, you know, you've got to either commit time, most of the time money. You know, that's why like gyms, you know, do so well at the beginning of the year. They, the people that invest money tend to at least guilt themselves into not wasting that money and performing things. So that's why like people will 
in you know they won't just say I'm going to exercise. They'll buy a gym membership because that gets them to commit. Now whether gym's a little you know exercise is a little funny thing. Whether that works or not, it just you know it depends on your willpower and all that. But let's get back to books. Books, you know, for me, I committed. I was at a Infusionsoft conference. I walked by a booth. It was Greg Roulette, who I'm friends with now, Nick Nanton, uh, friends with, DNA Celebrity Aid Branding Agency. They did, were doing a book where you could be on it. You could co-author a book with Jack Hanfield. It was $7,000. I said, you know what? I'm never going to get this book written unless I commit something like that. And I walked away, so I'm going to give myself a 30-minute window to think about it. I already knew I was going to do it because I knew... Investing the money would be a, a commitment, and then I'd have to, you know, there's no way I was going to waste that kind of money. So I did that. And by the way, anthologies are an amazing way to get a first book out there or add books to your library. We'll talk about that in another episode, but keep that in mind. You know, once you've got one book, it's also very helpful to have multiple books in your library. And that's one of the book profit secrets we will talk about. But for now, back to my story. It's so I walked away, came back. Get paid them seven thousand. Got an email that said you need we need your chapter in two weeks. I'm like what? But I wrote a pretty pretty decent chapter about you know how, basically dealing with how to have a positive attitude by doing stand up comedy. And I gave a whole story on that. But anyway, the next book. So I was like, I'm on my way. I've got a book now in my library. The next book I. I did was for a friend that's in the uh, real estate apartment buying business. And I went, helped him out, recorded one of his seminars, transcribed it, turned it into a book for him. And so that was book two. And and I basically co-authored it because I ghost wrote it. And that was kind of my fee for for doing it for him. And he was a pal. But it was time for me to write my own book. And I really like, well, I want to do it right. I need a course. All these things that you, you, these myths you put in your head and these obstacles because you're you're afraid and imposter syndrome sinks in and all that stuff. And that, so I went out and I was looking at courses and one guy, and I'm not going to mention who it is, but one guy said, hey, your book is a passive income source. Well, that, that clicked with me because I was in the real, I had a brick and mortar business. I was in the real estate business and passive income was important. And I thought, you know, Back in the day, we would spend five or $10,000 on a down payment on a rental property, fix it up, so spend some more money, and then get it rented out to make $100 a month. And I thought, well, my gosh, with a book, if I just spend some time uh, you know, creating this digital creation, that's going to be passive income. And it is, but it's not like I thought, okay, $500,000, $2,000, $3,000 a month. That's not the case. I launched it right. I spent 10 months doing everything, editing, you know, getting, writing it, formatting, getting all that stuff organized, launched it the way you're supposed to launch it. And two weeks after that, it, you know, after the launch, it hit bestseller. But two weeks after the launch, it became, it just was like a $20 a month book. I don't even think it's that right now. And of course, that's because more of my other books are more popular. But the point being is I, that was like a moment of depression, depression for me because I had, as I was writing that book, I said, man, I could have a series. I could, this one's about authoring a book. This one could, next one could be about doing whatever the next thing is. So I planned the series out and I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep adding books. And when I saw that it was like a $20 a month royalty book, and it probably, like I said, it's, you know, it's dropped off since then, that was kind of devastating. I mean, and if you, so if you've been there, that's okay. We're going to fix that with a lot of the things we're going to talk about in this podcast. But two, it's, you know, I had to rethink it. So I'm not going to spend 10 months creating a book to earn $20 a month on it. That just does not work 
mathematically for me, you know, how, how long is it going to take me to get to where I can be independently wealthy? So that was the bill of gold goods I was sold. And I was kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm irritated more people don't talk about this because, the, you know, the, the fix is you need more cowbell. If you ever seen that Saturday Night Live skit, you know, we need more cowbell. Well, the answer is, oh, well, you're not running enough ads or you're not doing your ads right. That's why you're not getting the income you expected. And the truth is, you know, I talk to a lot of people in the space, in the in the self-publishing space, in the launching space, and even in the just the digital entrepreneur space. It's common knowledge about anybody who's any, who's done it, who's run a book, who has a book funnel, who does other courses and things. They don't make money on their books. That's just a that's a there's a different that plays a different role. So all these people that are telling you get a book so you can make money, that's a bunch of baloney. You know, except for maybe one percent of people that write the right book, and then they. I'll give you an example. My good friend Mark Recklow. He does, I don't know, you know, multiple five figures a month in, in royalties. He also spends five figures a month, at least in in ads. And that's all he does every day is spend time on his ads. He likes doing that. If you like running ads, great. You can probably make it work. It took him a couple years to figure out the formula for his books. And he's still constantly tweaking it. And even I just talked to him a few weeks ago and he's, you know, he still hit a wall at the, you know, 20,000 something mark it's so one you're not gonna it's out of the gate your book's not intended to make you profit i mean it'd be great if it was but it's that that's not what how it works two if you want to make it work where you're making good royalties and that's all you do then you're gonna have to be good at ads and you're gonna have to do it yourself and you have to be constantly tweaking it which is fine if you like doing that I'll tell you what, I'm a book guy and I don't like doing that. I don't like going and saying, did the word A work well with my book on, you know, the author startup? No. In fact, I outsource that and I don't do it with any, my whole purpose with the, somebody running ads for my books is to basically break even if possible, but really just to bring people in my world and to bring the, you know, create the authority for me. So putting your book in in its place is about understanding if, you know, how the role it's going to play. And that goes back to my two rules, which is figure out what the big picture is. So if you wrote a book on on a topic, is that all you want to do? Maybe it was just a bucket list thing. That's great. You probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast because it's profit secrets. But, you know, the first secret really is your book isn't going to make you a ton of money on royalties, despite what anyone else has told you. And I said, you know, this whole more cow is cowbell thing. It's like, well, you know, I've seen these gurus say this, like, well, I make money on my books. It's like, I I can tell you don't from your rank, from your Amazon bestseller rank. And two, they're saying that and they're saying, well, you must be doing it wrong. So you need my next course on ads. Now, look, I'm not I, I help, I promote people's courses on ads and things like that. That's for people who want to run ads and really don't want to do anything else. That's great. But that's, you know, and we'll, we'll have some guests on this podcast that talk about how running ads and you, sh- you know, it's great. You sh- probably should have a basic understanding of it. One, so you know how to do it. And two, so you know that, it, you know, it's a tough racket. It's tough to get, find the right keywords and so forth or, or, you know, author lookalikes and bookbub and so forth. So, we'll, you know, we'll talk about those in one, but let's talk about this more cowbell thing. The idea that that your book is supposed to be kind of the your entire business, it's going to bring in your revenue. That's like uh, McDonald's deciding, you know, we're not going to sell anything but burgers because we're a hamburger joint. But if you know anything about McDonald's, they don't make the money on the burgers. 
you know, they they make maybe a cent on each hamburger they sell because they sell them so cheap. But they make like 80% profit on the sodas. So, you know, when they do the upsize and get you try to get you in the combos and all that, that's what gets you, you know, them the money. It's not that initial burger. Now, you walk in and you're hungry and you want a hamburger. But while you're there, you're going to supersize the fries and get the Coke and the apple pie and all that other stuff. That's what makes the sale. It's the same concept. And by the way, that's not even really how that, you know, that's not even really from McDonald's corporate point of view. It's not the royalties. It's not the the burgers that each franchisee sells. It's the real estate. So there's always some other big picture thing. And that's what you've got to figure out. What's your real estate? What's your soda for your book? Because... The book is going to, it's incredible. You should, it's one of the first things you should do. You need a book. I, whenever I talk to somebody that wants to do something with me, I go check on Amazon, see if they've got a book on the topic they're telling me they're an expert in, you know, unless I already know who they are. And so it's all, it's almost like a, a rite of passage, a resume. It builds authority. Multiple books build more authority. We'll talk about that in another episode on the anthologies uh, and, and adding books quickly to your library. But just keep in mind that the role of your book is to build authority. It's to educate. It's to bring people into your world. And hopefully you've got a opt-in inside the cover and in the back where they can you, they can get into your onto your list, in your, onto your email list. And one of the most important things you can do is get readers, your fans, audience off of these other platforms like Amazon, Facebook, and onto an email list that you control so you can contact them whenever you want. Instead of, you know, Facebook, it's like, well, you've got to pay money to hit those same people again, even if they've you know, clicked on your pixel or whatever, you know, unless you get their email. On Amazon, you don't even know who read your book. You don't, you know, you might see some reviews, but you still can't even contact those people. So the purpose of your book is to, you know, build your audience, build your authority and get that audience somewhere where you can contact them again. Even if you're not ready for the next thing, which is, are, are going to, you're going to see a lot of those next things here in the Book Poverty School podcast, you've got to try to figure out what the role of your, you know, got to realize what the role of your book is and try to figure out what that the real profit secrets are what's the real estate what's the cola what's the the other things involved in your business and what do you want to do long term do you want to coach people do you want them to do an online course that's worth thinking about whether you're just starting your book right now whether you're you've got a book out there and you're scratching your head why it's not selling and why you're not independently wealthy and and all these other things and I see people, and I'll give you another example here, because I see people caught up in this, and they feel like they can't take the next step till they get their book marketing figured out because they're not making enough royalty money, and they're just, you know, a lot of people are, are embarrassed to, to say it, They just, you know, or they just stop and say, I must have done something wrong, or they're actually falsely telling people they're doing really well. The truth is, don't worry about that. That's not everybody that's in the know knows that you're not. They're not worried about their royalties. They're not tweaking keywords to make a three few extra cents every month. They're building that next thing, the big thing, the big picture thing, the real estate, the Coca Cola, or you know whatever it is. And you know, I was just I just recently spoke at an event about virtual summits. One of my passions, one of the things I help clients with, and. I noticed in the chat after I get off, because I also do these anthology books where I help authors get extra books in their library for just a, you know, a fraction of the cost that it would cost them to get their own book out there. And I'm always telling people that this do not look at your book like an income play. But I always, whenever I launch one of these anthologies and you know there's a contribution to be in it, and it's 
compared to a cup of coffee, yeah, it's not cheap. Compared to doing your whole own book and the time it takes, it's a complete bargain because you'll have another book in your library. And I saw people in the chat after I talked saying, oh, they, uh, you know, I, I didn't join one of Ray Brem's books because it, you know, it was a thousand dollars to join an anthology and I and, and and they were all like let's get together and do one and I found a place where we draft the digital where we can split out the royalties among us and it's like you're gonna get 30 authors together sell a 99 cent Kindle make 30 cents and split it 30 ways and that's what you're worried about you know one cent per sale that is the a recipe for just depression and disaster in my mind that if you're thinking if if any of your main focus is income on a book or an anthology book with you know multiple co-authors you're in the wrong place that's not the role the anthology book is about getting you out there uh you know in front of more eyes so now you get an anthology you got 30 authors promoting that book they're going to see your chapter they're going to see your link in your chapter they might check you out if they like what you wrote it's just a permanent way to get your name out and meet people that are the other co-authors and have a book that you can use especially even if you don't have one to begin with so we'll talk about that i i it's coming up in one of our future podcasts near term here but that's you know that's a concept to think about but the the whole point of me bringing that up was if you're thinking about trying to make an extra cent per sale man there's easier ways to do that and we're going to explore all that in book profits secrets so i am super glad you're here you don't need more cowbell in this case i love that saying but you don't need more cowbell you don't if you really want to make money if you really want to quit your job if you really want to do something that you is your dream work you can't focus on the income from a book by itself it'll produce revenue and like i said i look at it like a self-liquidating offer as long as the royalties from the books can cover and i don't even worry about this to be honest but let's just say if it's important to you as long as your royalties can cover your expenses and advertising it you're growing your business and but you want to do that with the whole big picture in mind you want to be capturing those emails you want to be sending them to the next thing whatever that is and that's what we're going to talk about in future episodes and probably every episode of book profit secrets so i'm glad you're here glad you joined me and we will talk to you soon Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Book Profit Secrets. You know, Abraham Lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first four sharpening his axe. That's what this podcast is meant to do. That's also what we do on our site, our companion site, Ray.fm. So check us out there and sharpen your axe, increase your influence, income, and audience, and we'll see you next time.